Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. And happy my bathroom still isn't done day. Um, we did get a toilet today though, so that was cool. Making moves. Oh, Ree, you want to hear what happened yesterday? Oh, so <laughs> so I was they're doing our bathroom and I was working I was sitting on my bed uh doing some work or whatever you know quote unquote working you know watching tv <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh so <laughs> the worker the worker that's sitting there putting our uh shower or trying to put our shower door in him and his daughter like lifting it up trying to put it in a lot of whole things just shatter into a million and one pieces all over what? the floor and all of the fucks yeah and chad daughter daddy duo dope though man they (laughs) i was just cracking up like i looked and i was like "Ooh!" and i just tried to act like i didn't see it i tried to act like you're not chipping joanna you're not chipping joanna (laughs) oh yeah that was fun but we do have a toilet now so (laughs) So I had to tell her straight up today. I was like, I pee way too many times a day to be sharing a bathroom with like five people. I can't do it. So, yeah, yeah. But I just, I just went right straight into that. But what are you drinking? Oh, it's actually really good tonight. I got Malibu I Wood. Malibu, but Sprite. <laughs> said Malibu Wood. <laughs> but Sprite and orange, whatever that word is, and lemon oh, okay i know what you're talking about i don't know how to say that either <laughs> and grenadine it is fucking amazing oh you really like went fancy yeah, I, got, you know, I had a couple of lemons i was like hey i'm i'm drinking canned wine so we just oh, really shit. went different. that's like worse than boxed wine like what kind box wine is good though it's called the only way i like it it's called Essentially Geared Wine Co. I thought that shit was Red Bull. So no. that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh my God. When it, when I was going through my Red Bull and vodka stage of life. Oh my God. I that's that all she would, that's I all she would drink anywhere. And then the club lights, it would glow. You were like... Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just laughed so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the only thing Ruby would drink, like ever. No matter and where we were. My ass could not go to bed at night when I got home from the club. I'm like, I slept <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> I don't know what it is because, like, when I started like actually drinking, like my stomach issues kind of like like became worse and for whatever reason red bull vodka was the only thing that did not upset my stomach but isn't doesn't was it, it shutting down my liver yes but it wasn't on the can doesn't it tell you not to mix it with alcohol or something yes it literally lays it out and it's that's like literally a drink it. like any bar club you go to that's a drink that they will make you oh god Red, so good. Let me get that. Uh, let me get a Grey Goose and vodka. Thank you. Oh, what did yeah. I used to drink all the time? I don't even know. Well, I, I like still it. only drink vodka cranberries <laughs> with the lime. Hey. No, you know what we? 
I can't to this day, and I know you feel the same. I can't to this day. We like when I, I can't drink like Hawaiian fruit punch without tasting alcohol Vodka. in it. Okay, straight. Like spectra. we would always <laughs> live <spectra>. together <laughs> when we lived together at the beginning of college. We had we had, did spudka and whatever else and then hawaiian fruit punch maybe mix something else in there and then put like gummy bears in it so they would soak that up that was like, our go-to all we, <laughs> all we drank the spickle we drank yeah the despicable me well because it was like the cheap one of the cheapest I was about to, say, to was buy cool. yeah and plus we was drinking before we were supposed to be drinking so like we just did what we could at that point look and it worked we're, we had a great time hey, oh yellow, man yellow that was good times good times i used to drink um amaretto sours a lot too Ooh, oh those me too are good. that's what me it too. is mm-hmm. yeah i used to drink but i used to drink uh hypnotic mixed with hennessy and- that, uh, what's it called a, a hulk incredible incredible hulk. hulk or something yeah Ooh. no it's not for me why do you hate yourself <laughs> you know like, who what? drinks those uh i think uh day you know day you know not oh, me day, but the other day yeah. the other day i do know I- no not that day it's a different day <laughs> we know oh, so damn. many days a new day a new but yeah, they just, drinking that shit. I think the Reed, I think the day that me and you know, I think she drinks those too. She drinks that shit too. I could couldn't stomach it. Yeah, it's not for me. Well, I'm drinking um caffeine free orange Fanta. Fanta, Fanta. Don't I just you went into Walmart mm-hmm. because I made this like a <laughs> pasta dish tonight and I forgot some heavy cream and I was like, I need a soda for tonight when we record. So I need a soda. <laughs> get a soda you know just trying to be better in life that's all um yeah anything interesting going on in the world in life with anybody i've already kind of told y'all about my bathroom situation so oh and today uh candle day started at bath and body works so i'm gonna get up super early in the morning go get me some candles because apparently they're sold out online i never get mine online anyway but they sold out like hours ago online jeez yeah, they open at like 5 a.m. tomorrow, so I'll probably get there around 6 6 30. I haven't tried to shop at a candle day in years. Yeah, we should. Hey, the, I, I buy that's the only time of the year I buy candles is on candle day. Well, my sister, but now it's candle weekend, now, so I shall only be supporting her. Hey, well, send me a link, support black business. I'll buy a candle. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Nicole on Instagram, sorry, she shipped. Hey, Nicole. She sh- as long as she shipped to Texas. We out <laughs> um, anything else going on in the world? Uh, I got a tattoo. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Don't be sad. Go get a tattoo. Don't be sad. <laughs> Go get a tattoo. That's exactly what like I did. I took, I literally harbored because it was my biggest one and my first one that had like color and like shading and all of that in it. And I swear to you, I could have fallen asleep because I had just so much built up from the last well the last time I had a tattoo was like two years ago I'm pretty sure yeah like two years ago and so two years of sadness and anger and all that stuff built up to get a tattoo and just I I could have slept like a baby felt great (laughs) bruh I feel that that. none of my tattoos that I have have really hurt at all I don't think 
I mean, the one that hurt like even like a little bit was the one on my ribs, but it really still didn't hurt that much. Oh my god, you! When I got the one on my ribs, and you asked me if I was okay because I was just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be a baby and cry or be like, "Oh, that hurts." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> No, because they hurt like a, like at first, but then like it starts to numb, and then it don't really hurt yeah. that much after it, after it gets numb. So. The wiping though, oh, that doesn't bother me. That feel good to me. Mm. But anything else y'all want to talk about before we get into it? Um. Yeah. Let's discuss Alexis Sharkey. For people like me that don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, ha- I have, like, I know like a, a little bit, but like not enough to have a conversation. I don't think. <laughs> so I want to talk about it because she, because it's in Houston. So it's in Texas and it's just, we all know the husband did it. So like basically <laughs> long story short, I mean, you know, it's one of those. It's just, he gives off wild Chris Watts vibes, but he's a lot more it seems like he's a better at manipulating and like being more like hidden about it than like Chris was way too nervous and sweating with police, but this man, he's cooperating. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically she went missing and then found, and this was like a few weeks ago. And then her body turned up on the side of the road, like completely naked. And she didn't have any, injuries on the outside of her body they're still doing autopsy whatever and her husband said that they got into an argument and she left but he told her to not leave because she was under the influence and yeah all that bullshit but she didn't have a car accident yeah and then she was missing and i think he called her mom and was like she's missing and then yeah but some of her friends came out and said that like they were having issues and she literally told one of her friends once that like he choked her out and she like woke up on the bathroom floor just like some normal shit so Hmm. this is gonna be a story to watch for sure because Mm -hmm. like who else like she didn't know anybody they just moved there i'm in a car and then i'm not I'm in a car. Now I'm not. I am dead and I am nude. Who that found like, like a, that sound like a poem? Well, you know, <laughs> the way she said that it sounded like <laughs> poet and I didn't know it. <laughs> I was in a car, then I wasn't. Then yeah. I was alive. I was, then naked. I was dead. I was naked. <laughs> we should not be laughing. <laughs> Sorry, we're not laughing at the situation. Uh, Just to find humor. That's but yeah, so we'll meet you back here um, one of these weeks to talk about how the husband did it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess Ruby's calling that story already. So, um, who wants to go first this week? I will. All right, hop to it. All right, that was so, hop to it. <laughs> hop to it. Hop to it. <laughs> Here we go, the um, good. You're <laughs> doing the green, the Greeno family massacre. This happened in Australia. Um, so it's a family of four: Karen McKenzie's 31, Daniel is 16, Amara was seven, and Katrina was five. 
on February 21st, uh, 1993. William Patrick Mitchell, AKA Bill, he was like 22, maybe on the verge of 23 years old, was getting high as hell all day, uh, drinking, drinking, smoking weed, doing amphetamines, just wilding out. At um, three something in the morning, he pulls up to Karen's home and the 16 year old son, Daniel, heard the car pull up. He goes outside to see who it is. He doesn't even get to say anything. Bill hits him with the ax, kills him. He continues on into the house and um, Karen is sleep. I get, they call it a lounge. So I'm assuming that that's the living room. Um, Karen was sleep there and he raped her, chopped her with the ax, raped her again while she was dead. And then threw a blanket over her. Then he traveled up the steps to um, Amara, the seven-year-old, sexually assaulted her and killed her as well. Then traveled to Katrina's room, who was five, and killed her. They say he killed her the quickest because he started feeling remorse. Okay. Um, the police like collected a whole bunch of bunch of bunch of evidence and. Um, and it's weird too, because the funeral, they had the funeral on March 5th. It happened on February 21st. They had to, that was like a while, March 5th. So it ended up taking them five weeks to find a uh, bill and they found him March 28th or the 29th. He ended up pleading guilty to willful, willful murder and four counts of sexual assault. He was convicted in 1995 and he was sentenced to life without parole. Now here's where it gets ridiculous. People complained that that sentence was too harsh, but then there were other people who were saying, no, nah, we need to bring the death penalty back for this dude. Um, so they ended up changing it to where he could get parole. However, the good thing is he was up for parole in 2013, denied up in 2016, denied. And he was up again in 2019, which I'm assuming he was denied again. But the murders were so like gruesome and like vile that the judge sealed what happened. Like nobody knows anything except that they were killed with axes and that they were raped. They don't know. I guess he did a whole bunch of other stuff that they can't even release. It was just that bad. But um, Karen's sister, she feels like it should be released because it would probably keep him from getting parole because she's like, he's still at an age where he could commit crimes. Like he's not this 80 year old man that can't do anything he's still you know fully capable of doing shit and she even went to go visit him in prison 
And she let him know, like, I, I don't want you out. I don't think that you should be. And I, I'm going to need you to die in here. Actually, I'd appreciate it if you just died in here because I don't want nothing to do with none of this shit. But that's that. That's where he's at. He's in Australia in some prison somewhere. I agree with the sister. That's the I mean, like, I get it. Like, I get it. But I agree that it should be oh, he released. Never. He should never be able to get out either, though. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck if he's 97. Mm-mm. No, he needs to rot. <laughs> he, he needs to rot. And supposedly he told her, no, I, 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 I wouldn't do it like do this again. I'm, I've turned my life around. Motherfucker, you don't have a choice. You can't kill nobody in here. I don't give <laughs> like a damn. I don't give a damn. Wow. That's intense. Um, I mean, it's a toughie. <laughs> it's a toughie. Ruby, you want to go next? I will. Um, I haven't eaten dinner yet, and so um, this canned wine is really hitting me a lot harder. Will I be able to read my own handwriting? We'll find out. (laughs) So (laughs) so it starts off. Is this kind of of short one? Um, It, of course, we're sticking to our Christmas theme. So it starts off... um, is a man named Dustin Lee Klopp. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his last name. And Stephanie Kilhefner. Just all these fun last names. So those two, they dated in 2008. And apparently Dustin had choked out Stephanie, punched her in the eye and the face, was very violent. And so she put a protective order against him. Um, and then Later in 2008, so I think it was like a few month period, she dropped the order, and then in 2011, they got married. So we're off to a good start. Um, So they had two children, a two-year-old and a five-year-old, at the time of Stephanie's murder. (laughs) I'm sorry, I tried to say that all like, dun-dun. Dramatic as fuck. you know the id channel or something (laughs) yes so um it was christmas eve after an argument that dustin stephanie had dustin knocked stephanie out knocked her unconscious slit her throat and then repeatedly hit her upside the head with an axe so axe is a very common murder weapon in our episode today um so then he put, I think he, and then he put, he like put her body in a bag and then tried to clean up all the blood and everything. So the next morning on Christmas morning, he woke the kids up, <laughs> took them to his parents' house where they were going to celebrate Christmas. And then, so they also don't believe that like the two and five-year-old witnessed the murder, which is good. But so whenever they went to Dustin's parents' house, they think that he, they believe that he had confessed to his dad because his dad ended up being the one who drove him to the police station where he confessed everything that happened. And then he was arrested obviously. And then in 2015, so this was in 2014, I do believe. And then in 2015, he 
Dustin attempted suicide in his jail cell by hanging himself and he was brain dead and then pronounced dead. So he never got a sentence or anything. Oh, he's sentenced all right. What, Pia? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My sad Christmas Eve. Zero to 60. How do you start from Jesus? I know. I was like, okay, he knocked her out, then slit her throat, and then just got an axe. And like, like, you know what? I'm just uh, ah! like, who gets that angry? I don't know. Yeah, very sad. I mean, I'm glad he didn't, you know, get the nothing happened in front of the kids. Yeah. 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 It's my story. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, guess it's my turn. Um, <clears throat> so it's a murder of a uh, Tim Mc- McNamara. We're gonna, I think that's how you say that. Also known as Mac. Um, he at the time, um, was married with two kids in this small town, and then there's this girl named Tracy Nestle. They lived across the town and like she quote unquote admired the whole family would like watch them and want to be like them and whatnot. Okay. So she ends up getting married, like having a kid of her own family of her own or whatever. I don't think she had a kid, but they, like, they had like their own little family. And one day she ends up getting an invite to Tim's daughter's wedding. So she ends up going back, coming back in town from the wedding and at the wedding, she says that she and Tim hit it off and Tim was going through a divorce. So she ends up like breaking up with her man or whatever so that they could get together. Right. So she moves back and like moves in with him and all this stuff. But so to kind of backtrack a little bit, Tracy never knew, like grew up in a small town, never knew who her biological dad was. So the word around town though was that her dad was tim's brother so tim that she fucking is really uncle tim so they didn't care though they continued to have a relationship um a few months into into the relationship he transfers all of his assets to her name and they moved to belize to open up a bed and breakfast which i thought was weird but he even put her name on the deed (laughs) he even put her name on the deed for that in belize um so they got married and um he ends up redoing his will leaving everything to her nothing to his two kids and the year that they moved to belize uh right before christmas he had started like trying to reconcile with his kids because his kids was like, bro, like you fucking our cousin. Like this is weird. So <laughs> she try- starts trying to, <laughs> he starts trying to like reconcile with them or whatever. And he ends up sending his final email to his son, Caleb. And it just said, I sure loved being your dad, like in past tense. So right after he sent that email, he apparently like walks outside and Tracy says that she heard a gunshot, but didn't check on him because he always goes out and shoots his gun or whatever. So she ends up like seeing him and um, he's on the ground. He had been shot in the back of the head. And so everybody kind of 
suspicious of Tracy automatically because the ambulance didn't arrive for three hours, right? But not because of their doing. She didn't fucking call him. She's like laid on the ground with him and put a blanket on him and said that she didn't know what to do. But But apparently he was like still alive and like she could have saved him if she would have just called and he ends up dying um, in the hospital, which is a full five hours after he'd been shot. So there was five hours that he could have been saved. So Tracy ends up calling his son, Caleb, and like telling him what happened, Um, still saying that she don't know what happened um she he ends up caleb ends up flying into police that same night and uh, the next day police bring her in for questioning and apparently they talk to caleb too and he just tells her like if i were you i would get back home so she flies back to the states or whatever um and so she ends up becoming a suspect because they're trying to make it seem like it was suicide but like there there was blood splatter on her shirt There was no gunpowder on his shirt that would suggest that he shot himself. Um, And then they say the person that shot him was standing behind him and was significantly shorter than he was. So they, the lawyers and stuff start alleging that she did it for a financial gain. Um, He had two life insurance policies. And like I said before, everything was in her name. And to kind of backtrack a little bit more, her mom like so his grand Tim's granddaughter alleged that he had molested her but said that he was he like denied it or whatever but then all of a sudden her mom tells her he molested you when you were younger too and she was like well, I don't have any reason to believe that because like I don't remember so yeah that was weird and then another weird thing is that the night that her her cousin stepson cousin stepson brother whatever you want to call him he flew in they had sex that night that he died that his father died they had sex apparently she had been fucking him the son for 13 years but she'd been with the daddy for two so she's fucking her cousin and her uncle it was crazy sorry i got, I got like real riled up on we that home <laughs> alabama <laughs> I ain't your daddy. I'm your grandpa. Um, And then it comes out that um, that they weren't actually legally married because like you can't marry your family member like that anywhere. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But everything is still in her name and all of his assets were frozen pending legal proceedings. And the last thing that I was able to find is that they ended up charging her but the trial wasn't set for until November of this year. So I don't think anything has come of it yet. So. But it happened in Belize, right? Yes, but they're from. Do we have extradition? Do we have extradition? Uh... Oh, hell, I don't know. I just know so that they, all, smart, them back to to the... they all them flew back to the States, though. So. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. just thought it's it was be crazy that she'd been fucking her cousin for 13 years. <laughs> like, and then go marry her uncle, That's... his daddy. Yeah. Uncle daddy. She claims it was like that because she didn't like know who her dad was. So she wasn't sure that it was her. Well, her family. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> nah. <laughs> anyway, that's my story for the week. <laughs> Do we have a goofy of the week? Yes, sir. Okay, All right. Let's hear it. Goofy of the week goes out to two Welsh tourists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> two Welsh tourists, uh, they got drunk and stole a penguin from SeaWorld in Australia. A whole penguin? <laughs> yes, yep. 100%. And I would do it. Penguin's name was Dirk. Also, too, while they were at SeaWorld, they decided to um, swim with the dolphins and <laughs> they left, uh, sprayed off a fire extinguisher in the shark enclosure. Uh, this was a 20 and a 21 year old. So then they were drunk, supposedly. They took the penguin home and woke up. And by then they were a little sober. They were like, oh shit, like we got a penguin. Um, they tried to feed the penguin and then put the penguin in the shower. <laughs> trying to treat it like a fucking dog. And um, so then they were like, shit, we can't really take care of this penguin. So they took it and tried to release it into a canal. And some people saw him like, yo, what the fuck are they doing with a penguin? The police came and arrested him and they just got a fine of $1,000 and the judge told him, you guys should try to drink a little less vodka. Honestly, this is a goofy I could get behind. <laughs> no. For sure. Because, no. But also, they couldn't have just been drunk. Because at my drunkest, I don't think I've ever been like, let's go to SeaWorld and steal a penguin. <laughs> and I mean, I've some crazy shit being drunk, but nah, stealing a penguin is, no, not anything that's ever crossed <laughs> my mind. I'd probably cry. I'd probably cry about penguins, but I don't think that I would be like, let's go release one. Let's go steal wow. it, take it home and try to give it a shower. But then also trying to release it into a canal. Like, y'all know where the fuck penguins are from? <laughs> you think it's just going to, like, live in a river? Like, <laughs> well, That's funny. <sighs> Tough times. Well, it's been another episode, y'all. Um, giveaway winners. Y'all are going to get your stuff. I pinky we promise. Not, Ruby has not forgotten about you. I haven't. <laughs> She gonna send y'all shit. Don't worry, it's coming. But it's okay. We know y'all, <laughs> right? Um, so go ahead and make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.